Welcome back to Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. Denmark has vowed to stop searching for oil and gas in the North Sea, saying the move is necessary to reach its ambitious climate goals. Under an agreement between the Danish government and its parliament, no new licensing rounds for offshore exploration drilling will take place. Denmark has been exploring for hydrocarbons since the early 1970s, but now it is following on the heels of several other countries that have implemented bans on exploration, such as Ireland, Italy and New Zealand. But it is by far the biggest oil and gas producer to take such a step. This also means that a contest that was kicked off last year, attracting bids from several companies, including France's Total, will be cancelled. This is the final nail in the coffin for Danish exploration, which has been in stagnation for years. The country's last discovery was five years ago. All eyes are on the UK to see how it will react to the Danish move. The UK recently announced it was planning a review of its own oil and gas licensing policy to ensure that it aligns with the country's climate goals. But the UK, a much larger producer than Denmark, is unlikely to consider something as drastic as a halt to licensing rounds. Nigeria needs to make greater use of its abundant gas resources to reduce energy costs, bring down emissions and drive forward economic growth. The head of its LNG exporter, NLNG, Tony Yatar, said in an online session this week, Nigeria is better known for its oil than its gas, boasting the status as Africa's biggest crude producer. But with some, four, uh, with some 5.4 trillion cubic meters of proven gas, in reality, it should be considered a gas nation with some oil, Atar said. The CEO called on Nigeria to push ahead with development of additional export trains at NLNG's Bonnie Island complex, in addition to train 7, which reached NFID last year. He also called for gas to play a greater role in transportation, power generation, petrochemicals and even household cooking. While other gas producers have publicly described hydrogen as an opportunity, Atar said it posed a threat to Nigeria's gas industry. Hydrogen is seen as a key way of decarbonizing industry and is widely expected to see substantial development over the coming decades. It can be produced from gas, but many countries instead want to develop hydrogen from water using renewable energy-powered electrolysis, despite its significantly higher cost. This would displace the use of gas. In other news, Francis Total has taken a 17% position at the Energia Costa Azul export project in Mexico, less than a month after US operator Sempra Energy took a final investment decision on the plant. As we've covered in the overview before, Energia Costa Azul will produce 3.25 million tonnes per year of LNG in its first stage, and Total has agreed to take 1.7 million tonnes of this supply over 20 years. The project will target Asian markets, and situated on Mexico's west coast, it benefits from being able to send cargoes to these consumers without having to use the Panama Canal. Moving over to the Middle East, Oman has established a new uh, upstream vehicle called Energy Development Oman, which will take a shareholding in national oil company Petroleum Development Oman and manage the state's interest in the prolific Block 6 oil and gas concession. The rationale here is that the new company will be able to raise capital independently of Oman's cash-strapped state budget, using its assets as a pledge. Meanwhile, Texan producer Occidental has been awarded an exploration concession for onshore Block 5 in the UAE. Occidental will take 100% interest in the concession and invest up to $140 million in exploration. 
Block 5 spans over 4,200 square kilometers southeast of Abu Dhabi city, and most of the area has been covered by a 3D seismic survey. In the event of a commercial discovery, Occidental has a right to a production concession to develop the find, although state-owned Adnoct has an option for a 60% interest. The UAE is on a major push to expand its onshore oil and gas reserves, has reached out to international partners for support. According to reports, its eagerness to ramp up supply in the near term has created some friction with its partners in the OPEC Plus alliance. Lastly, London-listed Energian has revealed it is in talks to acquire private equity fund Kerijin's 30% interest in the Karish and Tanin gas leases off Israel, raising its ownership to 100%. The pair have entered into, exclu- in, into an exclusivity agreement, giving them 30 days to cut a deal. The terms are still under discussion. The leases in question contain the Karish Kerish North and Tanin fields, certified last month to hold over 98 billion cubic meters of gas and almost 100 million barrels of liquids. A final investment decision on developing the Kerish and Tanish fields was reached in 2018, and first gas is expected in the fourth quarter of 2021. This has been Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. Thank you, and see you next time. 